Let's get you caught up on all the latest waiver wire options and the news from the weekend next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, May 31st. Happy Memorial Day. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at Tyler O'Neill. First and foremost, he has seven hits in four games since returning from the IL, including three home runs. He's now up to 11 homers and four steals on the season. Scott, he is 58% rostered. Is he a must-add outfielder? I'd stop a little short of that. I'm keeping an open mind as far as the breakout goes because he's been somebody we've been waiting to break through for several years now, and good minor league numbers, good raw power, all of that. Um, But striking out 33% of the time, Walk rate is like 2.5%, like really bad play discipline he's demonstrated so far. And a lot of his success relies on a a barrel rate of about 23%. And half of that would be considered a good barrel rate. So it's it's just such an excessive number. It seems too good to be true. It seems like the epitome of a hot streak. And um, particularly with that plate discipline, I expect O'Neal to slow down. So I'm thinking more for categories leagues, not so much for points leagues. All right, let's see if this guy is a must-add player in fantasy baseball. Tarek Skubal, who went up against the Yankees this weekend. Six shutout with eight strikeouts. He finished with 15 swinging strikes on 95 pitches. Scott, he is 30% rostered, widely available. Is Tarek Skubal a must-add starting pitcher? I think he's pretty close. I'm more excited about him in general than I am Tyler O'Neill. His previous two starts, Scoobal struck out nine and five innings. So three starts in a row now where the strikeouts have looked really good. The whiff rates looked really good. And what we've seen from Scoobal here recently is just kind of the the blossoming of a secondary arsenal. He's gone back to a more traditional changeup after flirting with like a split change earlier. And also the slider. We've seen its whiff rate go up. He's, he's actually getting whiffs on those two pitches and not leaning so much on the fastball, which is great. But you, of course, need more in the majors and uh, you know, just go look at Scoople's minor league numbers. If you need a reminder, how good of a strikeout pitcher he could be. So him going six innings this time out and still getting all those whiffs. I think is very encouraging for his development. Would you rather have Scoople or you say Kikuchi who delivered another quality start on Sunday? Yeah. So I think Kikuchi and obviously he's, he's more developed than, than Scoople, which is part of the reason for that. But uh, last six starts for Kikuchi, 2.77 ERA. First of all, all of them are quality starts. 2.77 ERA, 0.85 WHIP, 9.5 K per nine, and a 15.8 swinging strike rate in those six starts for Kikuchi. That would be a top five swinging strike rate if it was over the course of the full season. If you need a second baseman, Scott, who do you prefer between these two options? Ty France has nine hits in his seven games since returning from the IL or Nick Madrigal, who has multiple hits in four of his last six games? So I would say definitely France. I'm still very high on France. He's been such a consistent 300 hitter. He hit 300 last year. He hit over 300 this spring. He hit 399 his last year in the minors and in 2019. And he was batting over 300 through, uh, through, through late April. And then he got hit by a pitch in the forearm played through it for several weeks, but really that, that marked the point when his numbers collapsed. And so I, you know, there, there's clear correlation there that I, I, I think would suggest causation and uh, he's come back and so far he's batting 300 again. So what do you know? I think uh, yeah, him having more power than Madrigal, the fact Madrigal's stolen only one base. It doesn't look like he's going to be a significant contributor of that. 
Madrigal matters in leagues where strikeouts hurt you. But other than that, I, I think France, the upside's much better. Let's wrap up with Mike Zanino, Scott. He went two for four with his 12th home run on Sunday. He is mashing this year. He's 53% rostered. Would you drop someone like Gary Sanchez, Mitch Garver, or James McCann for Mike Zanino in a one-catcher league? Well, not Garver. Garver has great numbers in May. I think it's trending the right direction. I, I think if it's a shallow enough league where you could even think about dropping Sanchez or McCann, I, I mean, it's kind of interchangeable at that point. You could go with the hot hand. I don't have a lot of faith in Zunino overall, kind of like O'Neill. He has a ridiculous barrel rate, but um, he's he's been hot at a position where not much good is happening. Yep. Some news and notes from the weekend. Just an awful, awful story coming out of Atlanta as Marcelo Zuna was arrested on charges of aggravated assault by strangulation, a felony that carries a minimum of three years and a maximum of 20 years in prison and misdemeanor battery. He was dealing with an injury already. I would be very surprised if we see him play baseball again this year, maybe ever again. So you can drop Marcelo Zuna in your fantasy baseball leagues. Uh, Trevor Story went to the IL with right elbow inflammation as a precautionary measure. He will undergo testing on Monday. Uh, And Kevin Gosman was removed from his start on Sunday due to left hip tightness as a precaution. And he is slated to undergo an MRI as well. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh,